Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorcom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put on important news. And today, in today's interview, we got multiple pieces of important news because uh, we've got Rob Anson on. He's a CEO of FOBI, trades in Canada, the stock symbol FOBI for friends in the US, FOBIF. For those who are new to the story, uh, because you're seeing these pretty big headlines that are coming out as of late, here's what you need to know. The company is a global leader, literally. They're putting their money where, where their mouth is in digital wallet pass technology. And what they're doing is delivering real-time data analytics and engagement using artificial intelligence. And what does that lead to? Drives customer activation and engagement. Where do they do it? Stores, stadiums, arenas, hotels, and other large venues around the world. Typically, this is where in most interviews, I'll rack off two or three or four great things that a company's done. But in Phoebe's case, I've got a list of about 20 bullet points. So what might be easier is here are the two most recent press releases amongst many. First, Checkpoint Venue Management Solution chosen for prestigious award show. We're going to find out who that is. And they announced a Checkpoint contract this morning with a large U.S. stock exchange for digital, digital venue management and access. Rob, welcome back, my friend. Good morning, George. It's been a while. Good to see you. It's been a while. We both kind of took off for March break. So hopefully you're looking good. You got some color. Hopefully you're refreshed, ready to go. Yeah, always working, of course, but uh, now it's nice to get a bit of a break with the family and enjoy some good weather and spend some quality time. Nice to disconnect for a few days at least. Yeah, especially you, given what's going on. Hey, let me tell you something. Uh, you must, and I mean you, Phoebe, must be really moving the top of the food chain because I've been around for almost 25 years, as of April 23rd would be 25 years. When you start seeing more and more press releases with undisclosed names, in in the headlines right uh safe to say that phobia just keeps moving up and up in terms of uh uh the kind of organizations that are that we're attracting interest in yeah i think it's it's credit to our, our latest product innovation which is checkpoints it's about automating controlled access and entry as i've said on record uh, the way the future is digital footprint through transformation of experiences First and foremost, and NFC, which is near field communication, enables this one, one touch, one scan entry point with integration of, of data, credential, ticketing. Uh, in case of point, that's exactly what uh, Checkpoint is here of automating and improving efficiencies and operations, and more importantly, user experiences. And most people, when they heard that, and I can't blame them, right? It's hard for them to really you know, really figure out how good Checkpoint is uh, because it all sounds great, but it's new technology, right? It's just a new way. Then we have these two press releases. So I just read them off. Um, can you, can we talk about the names? Are you able to talk about the names? Like for the, the first one was prestigious yeah, award show. Who was that? Yeah, I don't think it was surprised to anyone that uh, we've been working with the Oscars for quite a few months. Uh, they reached out actually through the past creator website. Uh, David Spore and Alex Hell and, and Tamer and Mike and team uh, did an amazing job supporting the, the operation, the initiative. That was uh, part of our partnership with Janum as well, which is growing nicely and doing some great things together. 
It also gave great support uh, for the NFC element for Checkpoint and support from Apple. Their team on the ground was quite instrumental in a lot of the training and support element and education around NFC and the check-in experience. So it was a tremendous opportunity for us. And it's some of these things that unfortunately I, I can't pre-market, but uh, to your point, when you're working with the top and the elite organizations, security and privacy around their events and strategies, of course, are, are usually top priority and you know, precludes us from being able to share a lot of information, unfortunately. Uh, which is, which is uh, paradoxically a great sign for a small cap company too, right? Because the, the higher up in these organizations yeah. you move, you, we, we might hopefully we'll see more and more of that. Um, let's talk about Apple for a second. You mentioned there that Apple was involved on the near field communication NFC side. Uh, yeah. What was their level of involvement and how aware are they of FOBI and Checkpoint as a result of all this? Well, the Apple Vast platform is, you know, that's to me where the, the greatest opportunity with NFC is, is consolidating all of these different silos into one mobile experience. And Apple's done an amazing job on developing, designing the way of the future encompassed into the Apple wallet. So we had great support on the ground for the event, uh, for the Oscars, um, educating people as to the, the check-in experience for NFC. Um, you know, we saw some numbers of 45 to 5,000 people in a 15 minute period. So the high velocity, and, and this is really what it's about. As I said, it's always what user experience. And we're, uh, we're continually looking to uh, raise the bar and set the new standard for access and entry, which is another big part of the, the Apple business that hopefully will gain some more um, openness to and exposure as well. And like I said, having our technology being the entry point and verification point um, for an event like the Oscars is quite something for us, of course, as a small cap company in Vancouver, Canada. Um, you know, it's the highest viewed event outside of the World Cup. So it's a big stage and having, of course, Hollywood's finest and the, uh, I don't know, fortunate or unfortunate incident, depending upon what side you're on with Will Smith, um, gain a lot of exposure to the event. And yeah, for us, it's just kind of, you know, on to the next, as they said. There must, can you give us uh, some metrics if possible? Cause it's a big one day event. You got the, you got the Oscars, you got the governor's ball. Uh, how did it go at the end of the day? How was execution? Cause look, uh, it's, it's still brand new, right? Uh, how, how did it all go? Yeah, they're very, very happy. I mean, everything went off without a hitch. You know, our team did an amazing job on the ground with the training. Um, of course, our tech team, ensuring everything was going on the back end. David Spore did an amazing job with all the development. Um, you know, of course, these groups know what they know. And throughout these things and events, they always ask for new art of what's possible experiences. And David uh, worked around the clock for a good three to four weeks to ensure that everything was uh, up to their expectation. And those exercises are great because at the end of the day, there's, you know, sometimes you have, let's call them MVP product features that, you know, you built to this demo state, but when it's showtime, it's showtime. So our team really stood up and very proud of the accomplishment of what they do, delivered on. It's an understatement to say that some of the world's biggest influencers were, were there. 
studio heads, actors, celebrities, agents, uh, corporations, you know, yep. the, the, the likes of Apple, Amazon, Netflix, they're all there because of their streaming side and all that. Uh, what kind of exposure and do you have any specifics maybe of the kind of exposure Phoebe got as a result of this really smooth, uh, you know, interface and really smooth venue access management that I would be impressed with if I didn't know who Phoebe was, but I was there because I'm head of George Com Studios. I would say, hey, this is, I, I would think I'd say, this is pretty cool tech. Why don't we use this for our studio or our lots or anything like that that could or may be coming out of this? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, as I said, George, with NFC capabilities, um, it's always about user experience. At the end of the day, all these technologies are great, but unless it benefits the user, um, they don't usually go anywhere. I think this is the key metric here of streamlining the, the entry element and eliminating the backlogs, consolidating your credentials with ticketing and verification as to who you are. Obviously a high security event such as, as this we've just finished here and leading on to the next one, um, very high profile for sure for exposure. Uh, let's move on to the, the next one, which is today's press release. Checkpoint, uh, checkpoint contract with a large US stock exchange. Uh, are we able to talk about who that is? It's a great question. <laughs> oh, not a, not a, too too early to talk about, huh? It's it, it's it's too early to talk about that, and you know it, it is what it is. I mean, I don't think it's too difficult to figure it out, but um, I want to make sure that I don't get my hands slapped as well. So, it's a great opportunity. Uh, you know, it's for their, their their employees, their offices, their conferences that they host, uh, all of those visitors that come through. Um, as we we're talking about earlier, you're ringing the bell large tech organizations that uh, kind of put us on, on, the, on the map per se. So it's uh, another high capacity, high volume, uh, credential verification and entry standpoint. So And, and that one may be even more, uh, I don't want to use the word serious, but I'll use that for now because this is going to be ongoing, right? It's yeah. not a big uh, stock exchange yeah, it's a one-year every day in and out. George yeah. has permission to be at the stock exchange today, but doesn't have permission to be there tomorrow. On and off. Yeah. So this, uh, I'm assuming, is a much more robust uh, system than than the Oscars. It most definitely, yeah. The, these Oscars, you know, are great for, as you said, high-profile exposure. Um, you know, they're they're one-offs. They're they're setups plus, of course, pass. Uh, fees, but this is like perpetuity now over the year. Each and every person that comes through the door gets their credential, their pass. We we get paid on that element. So this is the real deal. Um, this is more of a I don't want to say high level security, but to your point of restricted access on certain days, certain offices, certain rooms. Um, this is this is as I said, is the way of the future. And, and a lot more sensitive, right? Because whatever's going out yeah. on the stock changes, uh, all respect to the Oscars, but it's a one day great gala, great event award show. But, you know, I would think the information and, and security and what around a stock exchange, a large U.S. stock exchange, which I'm going to say, look, in my own opinion, it's either if we, anybody watches CNBC, you either see the bell ring at the New York Stock Exchange or you see the bell ring at the NASDAQ. So I'm going to I'm going to guess it's one of those two. You, I know you can't talk about it, but, you know, there's a lot more security, a lot more uh, you're talking about you're, you're talking about protecting the integrity of the global markets to make sure that someone doesn't infiltrate these places. So this is serious business. Yeah, it, it is. But it, more importantly for us, they like said we, we launched a product 
we've launched with two obviously massive um, partners, clients, however you want to put it. But um, more importantly, it's this, this really sets us up well, George. It's, um, you know, to me, I always said that the technology has no value unless it solves a problem. And we're helping a lot of operators here. We're helping, you know, the user experience, which is first and foremost. And um, it's not just the high level events. The sweet spot here is that mid-tier for sure um, that are looking to go digital that aren't there yet to have an out-of-the-box turnkey solution um with nfc tied to it is is something that's very very appealing and putting us on a, a lot of uh, opportunities for sure uh, yeah and i was i was about to ask that a how did this large u.s stock exchange find us how did it come about and b uh kind of like what i said with the oscars earlier uh, at a large u.s stock exchange you have big banks big companies big corporate yeah. all walking through those doors who are going to now be using checkpoint. So what do yeah. you think that might do in terms of opening doors to, you know, significantly more, more deals for checkpoint going forward? Yeah. So, so this really spun off check quite honestly, um, that was the biggest one, you know, this, this latest one with the stock exchange here, this has been going on for months. This goes back to when I made the comment is to, we're kind of halting our, pardon the pun, our, um, business development, uh, new opportunities. That's what we're working on, plus others. We're, we're these two huge opportunities with the launch of Checkpoint. Um, but that came by way of Checkfax, where same side of this, what does this look like, you know, um, post-pandemic now? And this is it. I mean, we have the agility to reshape technology and experiences and deliver new innovation literally overnight and um tech team's done an amazing job here which of course led by tamer um and david around the past side and it's put, it's put us in a very strong position to now and so i get asked a lot what are you guys going to do and deliver post covid and checkpoint is is just the spinoff of that and um everyone's looking to become more streamlined, more profitable. Of course, it's, it's even hard for quite a, a lot of these operators, George, to even find staffing right now. So automation, as I've said over and over, is, is the yeah. key, fo key focus for us. So eliminating the need for human contact and stuff through NFC and our partners at Janum as well and our own smart scan technology, uh, this is in very, very high demand. And it sounds like you're confident in where it's going to go because here's an excerpt. Here's a here's an excerpt from your quote. We've seen solid interest in the market for the checkpoint solution, and we look forward to additional announcements moving forward. So, so you've already put out a couple of big announcements. Uh, safe to say that there there should be more to come. Almost definitely. Um, you know, everyone's returning to work, returning to office. Everyone's looking to improve and enhance all the time. And um, it's what we're delivering. So it's been a, a very good couple of weeks as far as since we've announced that uh, initial product release. And um, we look forward to what the future brings. And translating that into, you know, into real results, you know, we, have, we didn't speak in March because of March break and all that. Uh, while we were in our, you, were in our, you and I were in our hiatus, you put out your Q2 numbers, uh, $920,000 in change in revenue. But the more important trend is, uh, I'm going to read it, revenue increased for the third consecutive quarter from $147,000 in Q4 
to $580,000 in Q1 to $920,000 in change in Q2. So between the press releases that are, you know, we've seen the last few days, good big wins with big names and, you know, the quarterly results is the phobe, you know, is, is phobe in run mode yet or trotting in between walking and running? Where is it at? Because clearly the numbers and the agreements tell us things are going great. Yeah, I think, like I said, George, forever. Um, you know, this is not going to be a trade. This is not going to be a one one day overnight success and announce a $40 million revenue quarter. Um, you know, this is a very strategic long-term play. And, um, you know, as we're driving new innovation and shaping the future with a lot of the various technologies, um, this is a slow and steady growth for us. We've made five acquisitions, you know, over the last 375 days or whatever it is now. Um, you know, we're, we're starting to complete those various integrations amongst the company and stood up our U.S. operation now, which was a challenge. But no, everything for us is now just focused on the future and working on 2023, quite honestly, already. So the roadmap has been set, um, you know, a few pieces that we'll look to add as well and um, just keep things going. And it's for us, it's slow and steady. And you know, it's been, a, it's been a challenging last few months, I'd say going back to even December, quite honestly. But uh, with all that's happened in markets, um, you know, our team's done a good job of just focusing on what we can and what we can control. And, you know, people panic, people get scared and anxiety, which is, is natural, but it is what it is. Uh, we don't control that. All we can do is deliver like we've done here and uh, continue with new product and development and, and implementation, execution of our, our strategy and roadmap and uh, carry on, as I said. Yeah, and you're, you're putting your money where your mouth is because these announcements are real. These are big organizations uh, uh, who, who, take, who take their uh, operations very, very seriously. So it's this isn't you installing some access stuff at George's house just so I could have a fun toy. You're talking about major uh, organizations here. So clearly, Phobia has now uh, gotten into that higher echelon, the upper echelon of global enterprise recognition, uh, uh, being recognized. So I can't wait to see what else you have coming. Uh, by the way, the la the other thing that we sp that came out in the, during our hiatus was uh, you announced a multi-year agreement with coupon leader Vericast, uh, and that ties into both the coupon side and a big name. Just kind of talk to everybody first about. Who is Vericast so they know, you know, the, the gravity of this? Yeah, I think it's it's a good point because I get this a lot uh, the last few weeks that, uh, oh, you guys are just a coupon company. I mean, we're not a coupon company. I mean, no. um, I think that's quite funny. Um, but I think it's it's a Q1. And this was, this was my big reason for, you know, the acquisition of Cupels. As anytime there's a new shift or a new standard, case in point with 8112, it's always that transformation bridge or gateway that has the biggest win because these large organizations aren't built to shift on the fly. They don't have the capacity to build the technology. That's not what they do. So this was my big excitement about cupoles because to deliver a gateway or bridge, as I said, from 8110 to 8112, to be that middleware solution of transformation from old today and or legacy today and, and future evolution, which is 8112, 
we are so well positioned now that um, that this I'm very very excited about this one because like I said when you start to look at companies like Vericast which is one of the largest uh, publishers of course globally um, you know we must be doing something right of value so we'll continue to promote and educate education is a big piece we've put a lot of effort into webex events over the last three months uh, there's been a lot of positive feedback not just from the market uh, from the cpgs and retailers understanding how we can help and what is occurring because it's predominantly right now in the us the canadian marketplace and european marketplace um, still have no idea about this so to be able to launch this in the U.S. first, which is primarily the biggest stage uh, with the industry leaders um, and the CPGs and retailers, very, 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 very strong opportunity for us. Give us an idea of what the Vericast, you know, because it's multi-year, what that agreement kind of looks like, what, what specific things you guys are going to be doing together. Well, we're providing the back-end uh, capabilities, the technology piece. So... You know, I can't, it's another one I can disclose every great detail of it, George, but, um, you know, they said it in their quote, I believe that we're, Phoebe's providing the back end interface exchange. And um, it's, as I said, that middleware solution is always of the highest value. Given the agreements, given the, the Q2, how everything is moving forward, um, are you still in the position where you've almost had to halt new biz dev outreach because your pipeline, your plate is full? How, how, how's your pipeline looking right now? No, not at all. I mean, for us, the big, the big kind of step back, and it was only a 30 day step back. Like, I mean, obviously we're taking smaller deals, but understanding the launch of Checkpoint on the big stage, as you would say, with, um, you know, our event at the Oscars and with, the exchange here, um, those are extremely high profile. We wanted to ensure that we got all the development and bugs and everything out. So it was set for prime time and that's what we did. And, you know, like I said, everything we do is an investment for the future. Um, you know, now to be able to provide an out of the box solution that's uh, NFC enabled, um, extremely valuable. So no, we're, We've got opportunities, George, as you're well aware, right across the board of all the technology from data to wallets, to credentials, to verification, uh, access and entry as we see here, cupoles, uh, everything's going extremely well. But, but it sounds like the great part is you're no longer at the point where your uh, loop insights or phobia tugging at people saying, hey, I'm here, give me, they know who phobia is, they know what you're capable of. And now it seems like you've you've really transitioned into all right you have a seat at the table now you're no longer asking to see if you can come in the door you're not knocking anymore yeah no there's been um you know it's pretty funny yeah i mean you've always been a big proponent as to third-party validation and yeah, it has to be you know early days i caught a lot of flack from people around you know especially with ncaa and bdg about doing some initial use case opportunities it's these opportunities that lead, um, you know, to the bigger stage. And it's what it does here. You, you have to make an investment into your future. Everything can be built on today. The companies that win always invest into the future. And that's what we've done here. So 
our, our pipeline is very full, of course, like always. And a lot of it we're looking at is automation. How, you know, the DIY, the path creator, where it's low touch, it's very repeatable. Um, and then we, you know, focus on these one-off events, um, as we saw here with the one, um, and focus now on, on building the SaaS side of the business. And finding that balance, as I've said, is, is really key. And what will enable us in, in the future to continually grow and long-term viability. Uh, last thing, I, I know some people may not, may kind of passed it over, but the uh, the appointment of Andy Chan as CFO. Yeah. Uh, sometimes yeah. people look at that and say, okay, you know, George is CFO, big deal, but this is a big deal. It is a really big deal. It's the first time, um, you know, our previous CFOs were contractors, um, you know, billable hours. We didn't have the luxury of having, you know, I'd say the right person in-house that's 100% dedicated to strategy. Um, the financial well-being of the company is um, you know, our number one priority, um, especially as a company such as ourselves on an inflection point. Um, it's, it's been a great pleasure working the last few days with Annie um, and our new controller as well. So having now an in-house financial team is a great luxury for myself, which um, helps us bode well for you know, modeling and price analysis and auditing everything we do on a, you know, quarterly and yearly basis is really where I've been focused uh, since day one. So to have this uh, with Annie's help, I mean, obviously she's been part of various exits as well. Um, you know, we're, we're looking now, George, as you said, we're, we're not a startup running around trying to find a home. Um, we're becoming more well-established and there's great opportunity for us to shape our future and Annie's going to play a very big part of that. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize, right. A lot of small cap investors think a chief financial officer is basically someone who just adds up the debits and credits, uh, yeah, no. file the financial statements and uh, just uh, almost like an accounting job, but a chief financial officer is actually integral in all the strategy discussions. Cause if George is your head of biz dev and I want to do some things, well, I have to kind of prove out my model to the CFO. How much do I need to spend? What's going to be the ROI? How fast are we going to get that back? So that so that you don't have so that Rob doesn't have five different guys running off in different areas, and you realize we just emptied the kitty before the money came back. That's the CFO's job is to help plan yes. all of that, right? That's that's the biggest point that you, you yeah you hit the nail on the head there, George. There's so many opportunities as, as you see with the technology and. So many companies, you go down a path and, you know, all of a sudden the OPEX outweighs the, the value of contract on a, you know, quarterly annualized license or one-off, whatever that may be. So ensuring the, like I said, the, the audit of all of our products and pricing and go-to-market strategies to me as CFO is, for the most part, as you said, small cap, it is number crunching, it's reporting. But uh, in Annie's case here, this is about strategy. It's about roadmap of the future, uh, ensuring financial vi long-term viability of the health of the company. Um, and that's, that's what I'm most excited about now is when you look at uh, potential exits down the road, um, having all of this stuff in, in you know, shape here is, is what's going to help us pay dividends in the near future. Yeah, I was actually about to kind of emphasize that point because you mentioned exits. Uh, if 
I, I know you can't say much about, you know, but, but you have to prepare if you're planning an exit, if you're planning events, you've got to have the company today in the proper shape in order to be ready for those. Otherwise it just doesn't work. So it's, I'm just curious. Well, it's I said she's been a part of exit, so she knows what it takes. Yeah. And then, like I said, for, for us, George, I'm, I'm already on a 2023. So we're, we're always looking ahead for the future as to, like I said, chess and checkers is a different game. Um, we're now looking for towards the future and we've done a, a lot of things at, uh, you know, a lower level, correct. And uh, from a strategy perspective and execution perspective, we're, we're now looking at putting all of the pieces together in the box and packaging it up nicely for the future. Well, congratulations, Rob, on uh, a lot of uh, great things that have been announced over the, during our hiatus. And uh, is it safe to assume that you and I aren't going to do another 60-day hiatus or so that we'll be in contact probably a lot sooner? We should be, we, we'll, you'll be back? Yeah, and I'll be out your way in the near future as well. So, yeah. All right. Well, congrats and thanks, Rob. Thanks for joining us, man. We know your day is busier than anybody I know. So the fact that you're able to take, you know, half an hour of your time out to really speak to shareholders is, is great. That's good. We try to give as much visibility as we can. Obviously, so we haven't done a lot of this of, of late uh, for various reasons. But, um, you know, I so said we're just focused on the future and uh, continuing to do what we do. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform to Rob Anson. He's CEO of Phoebe AI Trades in Canada on a stock symbol FOBI, Phoebe, and for our friends in the US, Phoebe F. For those of you in the store, you want to do your due diligence, get the company's profile page on Agoracom. Man, if there's ever a company with a lot of moving parts, a lot of new technology and, and a lot of growth, this is it. So we try and give you a good thousand foot overview of the company to get a good understanding and then when you got that and you're comfortable ready to do your deep dive click right over to the Fulby website do your deep dive due diligence thanks for joining us have a great day see you next time hey guys this podcast is over don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment and then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.